Welcome to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Doucet, branch manager of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733. Here's some advice you can use in your life. Hi, I'm Mimi Doucet, host of Mortgage Motivation, mortgage expert, certified coach, and speaker. Thank you to Maison Title and all three locations, Grand Coteau, Lafayette, Lake Charles, for servicing the entire state of Louisiana and sponsoring the podcast. To find out more information about Maison Title, you can find them on all social media channels and, of course, at MaisonTitle.com. Hello and welcome to Mortgage Motivation. I'm super excited about my guest today. I have Mr. Brian McLean. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us here today. You know, this is Mortgage Motivation. Of course, you know, during the episode at the beginning of the end, they're going to talk about a few of the products we have. But my passion, regardless of what we do in life, whether it's mortgages or owning maybe a really nice little restaurant in town. I feel life's all about people. And that's why I started the podcast, Mortgage Motivation. What is your motivation? And I was very impressed with you, Mr. Brian, when I met you the first time. I'll never forget. It was years ago. We were at a closing. And I remember the little girl, you know, she had some struggles and we had really worked hard to get this young couple there. And I provided you with some of my seasoning. And you were like, I got a call after that. I was like, okay, this chef is interested in my spice but later on you know grew of course Brian McLean is owner McLean companies he has development he has home construction company commercial company rental company but today I really want to know about your passion deep down in your heart you have a lot of success in life in the real estate industry but I think the kitchen has your heart right oh yeah the kitchen is first and foremost I always said if I could do it for a living that's what I would do and be it told we kind of stumbled on a little concept recently called market eats and we're uh, super successful with that it's been so much fun it happened later in life i had ventured out early on in a concept called louisiana market and bakery back in the late 1990s, uh, right where Zia's is located next to Red Laurel's. Oh, really? I I didn't know that. That's interesting. Let's bring it even further back than that, though. Like, what sparked your love for the kitchen? Like, help me understand that. Because, I mean, I do enjoy cooking, but... It really started at childhood. Okay. I mean, when you think about how you grow up, you either grow up around food or not. So that really will influence you, I think, if you become what we call a foodie. And Mm -hmm. I grew up not knowing that I was being raised from farm to table. I grew up north of Covington, Louisiana, out in a rural area, out in the country. And my grandfather had this big truck farm acres and he planted it every year he sold a lot of the produce to the old a and p grocery store and i chased him around on the formal throwing fertilizer weeding but it was truly it wasn't a garden it was it was a farm it was a truck patch yeah bigger than a truck yeah, patch, probably we, we had 400 tomato plants oh wow 400 so we raised a lot of the produce and we you know sold it and gave it away to neighbors and family my grandfather was one of eight, and then he they had six, and so we were raised around a lot of aunts and uncles and had a lot of cousins. And It was a family affair. It was a family Everybody affair. Everybody got yeah. together and pitched in and probably always had fresh and, vegetables for the kitchen. Yeah, and then they had three or four or five chest freezers on their carport, you know, where we grew up. 
full every summer. I mean, I really did not know I was growing up with all this food influence. I was just growing up. Right, right. You know, and I living lo- life, right? I was living life, barefooted and out in the country, you know. And I loved how I was raised, and uh, it taught me a lot about work ethic because it was hard work working that garden every year. Yeah. But I enjoyed it, you know, and it kind of gave me some probably backbone to help grow into where we've become, Yeah. Which is very successful, by the way. I mean, I just love seeing you and Miss Sylvia grow and seeing y'all together and um, some of the things y'all have done for our community. I just want to say thank you. I don't know if anybody ever tells y'all that, but from the team at GMFS, thank Mm. you for that. So growing up, started in the kitchen with fresh vegetables. What was your favorite? Mm. have to know out of all the things that came out the garden, what did you enjoy most? To this day, a good fresh tomato sandwich on some back then in new orleans it was bunny bread but over here it's evangela made bread but a good white bread with some mayo salt and pepper and tomato sandwich where it's just dripping all over you when you're eating it <laughs> there's nothing beats that like I, I, I look every year to try to find some fresh tomatoes that, uh-huh. that kind of taste like how what we raised when i was a kid yeah uh, once tomato season comes in so that's that's one of my favorites one of my good friends in church point he has what's called a platonic garden in a, a greenhouse and he loves tomatoes too and he makes these big ones and they're called like cherokee or indian or something but those things make the best tomato sandwiches oh, oh, yeah. so i totally <laughs> understand what you're talking about so it was a journey through life and enjoying the kitchen at what point did you say hey let me open a restaurant let me move forward with my passion and you know really move this forward what made you decide that it was not till later but I was around you know my grandmother was a good country cook so best chicken and dumplings you ever could try and my dad was a really good cook Mm -hmm. you know I had a lot of influences from him and it wasn't a you know because we grew up north of New Orleans so it wasn't so much a Cajun influence more of a Creole influence from New Orleans and explain that because a lot of people don't understand that and people are going to listen to this from all over have friends you know out of the country and whatever and I often say New Orleans in Lafayette is two totally different. Given the difference between the Cajun influence and the Creole influence, how would you mm. define it in your definition? Just just the style of cooking. You know, Creole has a little bit more tomato base. The Cajun is the more roux base when you're more darker gravies, you know, and then a lot of French and Spanish influence out of New Orleans. You know, New Orleans is really a, just a melting pot of a lot of mm-hmm. cultures. Yeah. And from that, they got a lot of great restaurants and foods. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I won't say we're one note in Lafayette because this is my home and I love Lafayette. I love mm-hmm. Acadiana. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to say New Orleans restaurants and food is really second to none in the country. And I was blessed to be able to travel and see a lot, get exposed to a lot of other foods, which kind of takes me like as my growth in food. I had an energy efficient lighting company for a while and I traveled in like 12 or 13 states in the southeast and I got exposed to all of these great restaurants and all this great food, and I just, I really haven't found a food I don't like. So it's like, I will try anything. Anything. Yeah. At least once, right? I say the same thing. Let's try it, you know? Yeah. So that kind of helped shape my diversity in food, because really, you know, I grew up more country rice and gravy, uh, red beans and rice. You had rice every day? 
they almost had a pot of rice every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a coffee mm-hmm. pot that never went off. Yeah, you know, they're yep. always redoing the coffee pot. Right. You know, that's just how we grew yep. up. Same here. Yeah. Same here. So I'm super excited to talk about Market Eats, and it's located at 819 East Broussard. Beautiful location, just absolutely gorgeous from the experience of pulling up in the parking lot, the fountains. I went one Saturday morning, and it was just so calm. I enjoyed it so much. Let's talk a little bit about the menu. I hear you had a little bit to do with that. A little bit. Just a little? A little bit. You know, Market Eats really happened by chance because I built the little commercial building as a rental property for our company, and we had a deal with another restaurateur, and it fell apart last minute. I had a son working in Florida and up in the Northeast, back and forth in the food business. I called him when that deal went south. And I was just itching to open something else after the Louisiana Market and Bakery thing back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. You know, when it didn't really work out, I had an idea that was a little bit uh, premature, a little ahead of my time, which sometimes the vision gets in the way of the checkbook, you know. Mm -hmm. I understand that. that's what happened. And I brought Zia in that took care of everything. It was a great partnership. It allowed me to get out of that deal. Mm -hmm. But I called my son, Brandon. I said, hey, you know, I got 3,500 square feet beautiful building i said would you move back home if we opened a concept i said i need some feedback and he said dad what are you thinking i said what are you thinking he said well it needs to be fast casual that's the hot part of the restaurant business that's what's growing and then Mm -hmm. the rest is history we uh he, I got him to move back home. He's running this location. We're opening location number two. Where is that going to be? I'm assuming the ex- new location. Yeah, can you say? Yeah. Is it a secret oh, or no, no? It's under construction. Okay, where is that going to be? It's at the roundabout, Patrick Williamson roundabout between the all of the uh, Sable Palms subdivisions, all the phases two, three, and four. Nice. Right in that, I partnered with the BO company and uh, uh-huh. we did a joint venture on the deal and uh, we're building the building and leasing it back from them. Is Youngsville going to be the new Lafayette? Because I tell you what, I get jelly sometimes. Y'all got a lot of things going on over it's there. It's really, beautiful. It's a lot of good stuff going on over there. Yeah, they're really yeah. moving and shaking. That's exciting news. So let's talk about this wonderful menu and I'm going to talk about my favorite dish first and I need to know how that came about because I am the granddaughter of a sweet potato farmer and I don't know if you've ever seen the old mama sweet potato label that was my grandfather Irvin Wembley and uh, growing up all our life we had sweet potatoes plentiful and normally most people who grow up on that they're like done you know Um, my ex-husband would say I'll never eat cornbread again in my life I ate it so much but I just I still to this day I can't get enough of sweet potato so sweet potato fries are one of my favorites i order them just about everywhere as i go but i've never had them as good as you have them i must say you are the top when it comes to sweet potato fries i need to hear all about it well we we researched it extensively and we just happened to stumble on it we were in houston at a kind of a burger restaurant and that was on their menu and i kind of saw it had ancho chili and hot honey i said man that's interesting so we ordered it and they brought it out to the table and actually drizzled it and sprinkled the ancho and, and tossed it in a little stainless bowl and put it on the table right in front of us. And uh, we started eating it. And I'm like, wow, this is really, really good. So we researched the potatoes. We researched what brand they were using and just did a lot of homework and tried different ones until we found the one that was we felt had the right texture and we 
got them to fry it up to the right consistency and we make our own hot honey which that we actually it's sell amazing. that we sell on, and on the shelf do y'all is the honey when you say make it you have it directly from the bee no we buy the honey and then we actually put it in a pot and we add all of the spices to it i got you and, that's why and, it's and so it good yeah. that's the secret yeah. to the sauce it's got a little yeah it's got some spices in it and a little secret stuff in it and uh when i saw how much hot honey was to buy i'm like no we can make this we mm-hmm. so can make it that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is taking spices and tasting it figuring out what's in it and making coming it up come with to life right? yeah making it come to life so it's That's the delicious. story on the sweet potato fries, and it is one of our top sellers. So what is your favorite dish on the menu? I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of them are uh, because they they all mean something. You know, mm-hmm. There's a story behind each and one of them. There's a story behind a lot of them. So my dad was an onion ring fanatic, so he taught me how to make fresh onion rings when I was a kid. So we definitely copied that recipe and, and that, uh, those were good my friend amy had those that every, day and she was everything's hand away. cut from scratch we soak everything in ice water first then it goes into buttermilk then we fry it up and season it they're really good so unbelievable well i tell you what you want to something we're very blessed here in uh i think that's considered is it considered bruce or is it lafayette that location it's lafayette. a lafayette address yes yeah, okay. considered lafayette yeah yeah. Well, it's just on East Broussard, headed on, yeah. towards that end, towards exactly. the Maurice end. But um, I tell you what, it's it's just a wonderful place. The atmosphere is great. And I have to compliment you on the staff. There was a young girl there. I don't even remember her name. And she was kind of fairly new, but she was full of life. And you have a great culture. You could tell they all enjoyed being with, you know, each other. Because I went early on a Saturday. So, you know, I got the experience was unbelievable. And uh, you and Sylvia doing a great job and and thank you so if we want to look at the menu we can obtain that on the website and that's market e-a-t-z right dot com yes marketeats.com and look for the new location coming at the roundabout in youngsville when do you anticipate that to open we should be open may may yeah, we started framing two or three days ago, foundations in and parking lots in. And we just met with a group today for location number three. Oh, is that a secret? No. Not I, quite I, yet? No. We're going to announce that one too? Where's that no. going to be? We haven't inked the deal. We were negotiating numbers right okay. before this meeting. That's understandable. But it's going to be on the north side near Oh, wonderful. You know, Lafayette's really growing that way. They're really expanding and growing. And I guess with the new Amazon, um, it's really bringing, I think eventually Lafayette and Grand Coteau and Opelousas is going to kind of just all blend, kind of like Lafayette and Youngsville is doing now. So I really see a lot of growth, you know, on the mortgage end. We're doing a lot of work on that end. So I was not that familiar with the demographics up there, but this group drilled down on the demographics of some of the other uh, food establishments on the north side in that area Mm -hmm. and they're like doing extremely well across their chain Mm -hmm. for that location and uh, it kind of opened my eyes and with the Amazon plant going there I heard they have a big need for some food vendors so we're also going to 
we're about to unveil a food trailer that we're going to start doing pop-ups all over. So, Fun! So That's going to be awesome. So we, we have, we have a, some exciting things planned for Market Eats. Well, I'm sure between District South and uh, GMFS, if you <laughs> pop up right here one day for lunch, we can give you enough business <laughs> right. right here. <laughs> to take care of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I can't thank you enough for joining us today and letting us know about your establishment, and we're super excited, and thank you for believing in Lafayette and I don't want to say Karen Crow because I'm sure it may be, but that area in Youngsville and everything that you and Miss Sylvia do to give back. We really appreciate you. And again, this is Brian McLean, Market Eats. Uh, please visit their location at 819 East Brusord. New location coming in in Youngsville and coming soon on the north side headed towards the Karen Crow area. So thank you, Mr. Brian. I appreciate you. Want to leave us with anything today? No, just I want to thank you for having me and thank you for all you do you've been a big part of our community as well and appreciate everything well we appreciate you have a good one till next time wrapping up this episode of mortgage motivation advice you can use in life thanks once again to maison title our sponsor learn more about them at maisontitle.com follow me on facebook amia mimi Ducey and team gmfs mortgage nmls128546 find us on instagram twitter and linkedin don't forget to subscribe leave a rating And remember, a new episode every Monday until next week. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Doucet, branch manager of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733, GMFS LLC, NMLS ID 64997, Equal Housing Lender. All loans subject to credit approval and satisfactory appraisal. Some products may not be available in all areas. All mortgages are originated by GMFS LLC, at 7389 Florida Boulevard, Suite 200A, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70686. Branch is located at 300 Rue Beauregard, Building I, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70508, NMLS, 118-3361.